Welcome back to the Talking About Podcast. I'm your host, T.W., whoever you are and wherever you may be. Thanks for spending a little bit of your time with me. Thank you guys so much for taking a little time to check out the pod today. Um, For those of you who have been consistent listeners and supporters of the pod, um, I thank you. And I want to just kind of address something real quick. Uh, We had a little unintended hiatus uh, of the pod. Uh, The most recent pod, I think, was on, I want to say May 9th. And now we're getting up to July 9th. So the little two month hiatus was definitely not intentional. Um, Just the reality of the situation. My job that I work at, this is a very busy time for us. Uh, We ran into NFL draft, NBA playoffs, you know, just like all of this stuff. And it, it was just a crazy busy time, you know, for me had, you know, kids getting out of school, getting summer camp organized, blah, 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 all of that stuff. So just so you know, that's where the pod has been. That's where I've been. And the pod has been in my head. And in the meantime, you know, missed out on the chance to chat with you guys about, you know, some really, some really, really, really interesting wrestling events. Um, You know, the Sasha and Naomi situation, uh, the Vince McMahon situation, number one. <laughs> you know, Roman and, you know, uh, all Impact Wrestling, AEW, all of this stuff, man, all of this stuff. So what we're going to do today, we're going to catch up on a couple of things. Um, you know, I'm going to touch on a couple of topics and, you know, we're just going to get back into the normal flow. But just so you guys know, you can expect to see this pod in your feed every week going forward. Um, which day? Can't say for sure can't say for sure right now which day um because my 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 real job it just my schedule fluctuates and it varies so someday some weeks i might be free to knock out the pod on a wednesday morning and some weeks i might be free to knock it out on a saturday so um you will get the pod every week but right now i just can't say consistently which day it's going to come out i mean another thing i could always do is knock it out whenever I'm free, but, you know, commit to putting it out every Sunday or something like that. So, you know, we'll see. That might be, um, that might be more of, 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 a, of a doable thing. But the problem with doing that, just so you guys know, is if I do a pod on Wednesday and then a game-changing news event happens on Friday, then the pod I did Wednesday feels outdated. Um if it's coming out on Sunday. So you got to be conscious of all that stuff when you're trying to deliver content. You know, I want to deliver content to you guys that is uh, topical um, and, you know, and, and and timely and, you know, all of that stuff. So that's all the stuff that I, I got to keep in mind. You know, I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to be putting out content where the news cycle has kind of already moved on and where, you know, we're feeling like behind the eight ball. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be talking about uh, talking about Tuesday's news on a Friday or, you know, anything like that. So we're going to try to stick with it. And in the spirit of sticking with it, my goodness, this morning we got ourselves a nice little uh, bombshell news drop uh, in the world um, of WWE. Um, as you guys all know by now, a couple of weeks ago, uh, some stories came out that... WWE um, WWE 
chairman, Vince McMahon, um, had been uh, implicated in paying out uh, millions of dollars in hush money settlements to women that he had been having affairs with and uh, all types of, 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 of things like that. Um, you guys know the story by now because this was out for a while. And in response to that, there was a move made to insert Stephanie McMahon as the uh, interim uh, you know, chairwoman and CEO of WWE and kind of have Vince McMahon step back. But the real response to that was Vince McMahon making an appearance on WWE television where he came out, of course, to rousing applause. And he didn't say anything in particular about his legal cases or the corporate investigation being done against him. Of course, why would he? That would just be stupid. But what he did do was he made a, a statement, right? A figurative statement um, just to let everybody know that I'm not going anywhere. It was the equivalent of the scene in Wolf of Wall Street where Le- Leonardo DiCaprio's up there. He's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Right. That's that's pretty much what Vince did with his appearance on Monday Night Raw. And, you know, it was one of those things where um, a lot of people who view themselves as, you know, just WWE supporters and they 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 feel attacked when they feel WWE is attacked. And so a lot of people felt empowered by seeing Vince McMahon make this show of defiance. Um, you know, I wasn't really in that category. You know, I was um, more in the category of, you know, just seeing the response he got from the people. You know, to me, I felt like that was the thing that was a little disheartening, right? Because ultimately, because he's delivering us this product or we believe him to be responsible for delivering us this product, this thing that we love, we the people are not going to hold him accountable, right? When he steps out, he steps out of that curtain, he gets a rousing ovation, right? You know, people in the stands doing the, we're not worthy, right? The bowing up and down to Vince McMahon. And because of that, right, he never will be held accountable. He'll never be held accountable because the people will never hold him accountable. We're going to continue to show up at the events. We're going to continue to cheer him, continue to cheer him when we see him on TV and we're going to continue to support the product and pour dollars into the product. The people refuse to rebel with their dollars. And as long as it's a, a corporate machine that's making money, then that's where they give the middle finger back. And what Vince McMahon did by appearing on Monday Night Raw is he effectively said to the people in the board who were considering removing him or considering the idea that he might not be good for business, uh, hold up, I'm very good for business because they strategically announced that he was going to be appearing on Monday Night Raw and the ratings at the top of the hour when he appeared, very good, right? Very good. And they pay attention to these things. As you guys know, they check ratings by the quarter hours and the, uh, I believe it was SmackDown. The SmackDown ratings uh, at the top of the hour were excellent because they knew he was coming out, right? Because we knew he was coming out. And, and the tweets that we saw said that he was going to be explaining in character 
or, or that there would be something happening in character to explain his absence from TV. Um, that was a total lie because he didn't do anything. There was no storyline or anything. There was nothing indicating that he was having some sort of absence from TV. But, of course, as a fan of the show, watching it, you know, I wanted to see what it was. And, you know, it was really nothing. It was just this, you know, defiant statement, you know. And you see this all the time from people in this position, right? I remember a few, probably a year or so ago, there was an article that came out about uh, the owner of Barstool. Um, and it was a few girls that he had had relationships with. Um, I believe they had worked for him in some capacity. Uh, and then he ended up having relationships with them. Um, and, you know, relationships is probably a... a a, a loose usage of the term right the article just really went on to talk about how he was kind of abusive in a sexual nature um in dealing with them and what was his response he came out and started making t-shirts and selling just to show that you know people still supported him and to give a middle finger to the quote unquote cancel culture right like cancel culture is what people call it whenever um, anyone tries to hold them accountable for things that they've done, right? If, if, if you don't like something I did and you dare try to hold me accountable for it, you are a part of cancel culture, right? So all the people in positions uh, of power who abuse those positions of power, when there's any sort of backlash, they want to cry cancel culture and they want to, in fact, become the victim, right? So, um, Again, part of that is this defiant stance of I'm not going anywhere because I'm still a money producer. And that's why, you know, you guys got to see you can't get rid of me because, you know, people still support me. I still make money. Right. So that's what Vince did with his appearance on SmackDown. Um, and, uh, you know. And and apparently, <laughs> you know, Vince McMahon. This is uh, I'm reading this as a a tweet from Sean Ross Ross Sapp. A WWE source indicated too fightful, uh, too fightful that Vince McMahon shouted, "Quote, fuck him!" Upon returning backstage from his on-screen appearance on June 17th SmackDown, following the original Wall Street Journal story, the story which we were just discussing. Um, so again, what? It, it was exactly what it appeared to be, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, like again, that just that just re com completely reinforces, right? Exactly what we thought it was, right? So, so Vince McMahon made a show of defiance, right? And, um, and you know, because we live in a 24 hour news cycle, right? Like eventually everybody kind of moves on. Um, but here's the thing the, you know, who doesn't move on the stockholders and the boards of, and I'm not talking about the stockholders who in this case, uh, are fans of the WWE product. Um, we're talking about like the real stakeholders, like the board of trustees and, you know, people like that of a big company. And, <clears throat> Those are the people who are, you know, who put Vince McMahon under investigation. And those are the people whom the fuck em was directed to. OK, um, because he wants them to know that he's not going anywhere. Right. And again, because the news cycle rotates and, you know, things move on and on. And now, you know, 
as wrestling fans, we've had uh, we've had Money in the Bank, and we've got SummerSlam coming up, and we've got Clash in the Castle coming up. Right, there's all this stuff going on, and our attention has gone away from that. Well, at least it did uh, until this morning. The Wall Street Journal put out yet another article that Vince McMahon allegedly paid four different women 12, I'm, I'm assuming a total of $12 million to silence harassment allegations. Now, you can dive into the details about these things. There's one from, you know, a woman who was a performer and she says that she was um, <clears throat> coerced into giving Vince McMahon oral sex. And then uh, her contract was not renewed when she turned down further allegations. She also said that she was then demoted down the card. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure people can, you know, do investigations and, you know, Twitter sleuthing. And I'm sure if you look around, you'll see people trying to out whoever they think these, these people are. Um, but I'm sure, you know you can put one in one together and you can create answers. Uh, you can probably piece together who you think these people are, but is that really the point, right? Is that really the point of who the, who the women are? You know, the, the point is that, you know, that, that these things are going on, right? You got, you got to always ask yourself, you know, is this a work environment you would want your wife to go into? Is this a work environment you would want your mom to go into? Is this a work environment you would want, your 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 daughter to go into right like if you guys remember that dark side of the ring episode where uh terry runnels was talking about her experiences she's like you know i think she said brock lesnar you know walked by took his towel off in front of her and everybody's like oh no sell it no sell it you know and then you know the 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 plane ride thing rick flair got the woman the 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 stewardess cornered in the back of the plane you know swinging his dick around talking about you know come on touch it you know everybody's like, oh that's just nature boy you know, and they write, I'm sure everybody tells the woman, no, sell it, no, sell it, you know, and like, so this is the environment, right? This is the environment that several people have described of being typical of working within WWE. And so the thing that people have to remember here, as all this news continues to come out, is that the people who are making <clears throat> the decision to investigate Vince McMahon and possibly put some consequences in place. They're not wrestling fans. They're not you and me. They're not people who want to see what's going to happen at SummerSlam. They don't give a damn. They want to see what's going to happen when the quarterly earnings statement come out. And when part of that equation is that money that could be added to that bottom line at the end of our quarterly earnings statement is going to pay out sexual assault allegations hush money for sexual assault allegations that's a bad look that's a bad look for any company and I, that's the type of thing that i think could have just about anybody removed and you know yes you know um you know Vince mcmahon is uh i believe he's like a majority you know shareholder where he can vote down any of the um any any type of actions uh led against him um but if you have a board, right, the, the board can't stand for uh, for bad, bad press because bad press is what tanks a stock <laughs> and something like this is going to have to hurt WWE stock. So Stephanie McMahon was installed as, you know, interim CEO of WWE 
And she's probably going to be the permanent CEO of WWE now, right? I mean, Vince McMahon is, I think, 76 years old. Um, and, you know, Stephanie McMahon has been preparing and grooming for this role for a long, long time. So, you know, she's certainly more than capable of taking over the role. And, um, you know, Lord knows WWE can use an infusion of, of new energy, you know, new energy. Like they, you know, one thing it's funny. I, I did a survey yesterday that was sent to me by Impact Wrestling. And one of the questions they ask is, you know, what did you love most about WWE? What do you like least about WWE? And I'm pretty sure, you know, my answer was something to the effect of, you know, I love uh, the the theatrics and the big moments and the things I hate is the reliance on former stars and the refusal to build new stars. Right. Like, you know, and this is something that I think. This is something I think we could see, you know, under a Stephanie McMahon's leadership uh is the building of new stars not that you know she doesn't see the importance in brock lesnar right but whenever anybody takes over a job whenever anybody becomes like a new manager in an office or whenever you see like a coach like a coach and general manager take over your favorite sports team if they're smart the first thing they want to do is do something that puts their own stamp on it Right. Like they change the they change the the um, the murals on the walls in the practice facility. Um, you know, they'll right now. Late, lately, what we're seeing is a lot more uh, uh, no loyalty to a quarterback that was drafted. Right. Even if the previous the previous regime was all in on this quarterback. Right. Like the the new regime comes in and they're like, yeah, no, not us. Like I got uh, the Chicago Bears, right? <laughs> the Chicago Bears drafted a quarterback last year. They drafted Justin Fields last year. And it just so happened they fired the coach and GM. New coach and GM is coming in. And just from what we're seeing, it looks like they are setting up Justin Fields for failure. Because they're like, we're going to come in. We got a cushion year of being a new coach and a new GM. And if we suck this year, we're going to be in position to draft our quarterback next year. Right? This kid has one year in the league. You have no idea what he can or can't do yet. But they're already setting themselves up to put their own stamp on the organization with their own quarterback, right? This is, a, you know, uh, we saw in Arizona a few years ago. They drafted Josh Rosen. They fired the coach after one year. Then they drafted Kyler Murray, right? This has been a good decision. But the point is, when people come in and take over a job, the first thing they want to do is put their own stamp on it. So you got to think that Stephanie McMahon is going to want to put her own stamp on WWE in some way. So I think, you know, that could lead that that could lead to some interesting, exciting things. Right. For us as fans, we got to see, you know, where does she want to take WWE that it hasn't been previously before? You know, anytime that you're in a position to kind of watch the person who's leading, you always have ideas about things you think are missed opportunities, money left on the table and an area that could be being explored. That's not being being currently explored. And so I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what direction Stephanie McMahon takes, you know, will she install some different people in, in charge of creative, you know, will she install triple H as a creative head, uh, you know, more for main roster WWE, similar to how, uh, he was, 
in the NXT black and gold brand, right? Like, I, you know, I think there could be some interesting things on the way, but I also think that before we look for any of these things, we're going to need some sort of, some sort of public decree that Stephanie is the permanent CEO. And, and once, once there's news that Stephanie McMahon is the, the, the permanent CEO, there's going to be a wave of, you know, of, uh, of interesting, you know, of, of interesting articles and press, you know, of people, you know, uh, oh my God, you know, female CEO, you know, whatever, yada, 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 yada. That should generate some, some positive news, which should boost the stock price. And, but then she's going to have to, you know, do some, some newsworthy things, right. To continue to help build that stock price, to continue the momentum of, of positive news to make the company look like it's strong under the hands of new leadership. And I think that, you know, wrestling fans are so vocal that, I would I would expect if we get some sort of announcement that Stephanie McMahon is going to be, you know, the permanent chairwoman of WWE going forward, that we can look for some change, you know, change that we can uh, change like tangible change. Right. Because, again, it's all about the press. Right. If you, if you remember the wire. Right. One of my favorite one of my favorite scenes from the wire is when they it's, it's towards oh gosh i want to say it's towards the end of i want to say season one or season two and they're they're getting the police chief is getting exhausted of all these resources that they're spending on investigating uh the drug dealers and he just needs to show right he needs to show the public that they're doing something and so he just gives the order dope on the table i don't care about you flushing out your wiretaps. I don't care about you arresting the head of the organization. I don't care about you bringing down the organization and getting the drugs off the street. I want dope on the table, right? Why does he want the dope on the table? He wants the dope on the table so they can take a picture with the mayor to put in the paper that says, look, we're fighting crime, right? So you always got to think about that, right? Dope on the table. What's the thing that they can show, right? What's the thing that Stephanie McMahon can show to say, I'm doing something new here. I'm doing my job. And so I think as wrestling fans, those are the things that we can be excited about, about a potential changeover from uh, Vince McMahon to Stephanie McMahon. Um, you know, and ultimately as wrestling fans, you know, what we want is we want to entertain and show, right? We want to entertain and show something that we're going to enjoy. And, um, and, and if it's not that, right, then who cares, right? <laughs> I mean, like, because that's what we're here for. We're here for the for the entertainment. We're here for the um, for the big moments, right? Like that's what WWE delivers in a way that most other shows cannot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so you know what's what's to come. You know, I would just say keep your eye on keep your eye on this story, this story that's developing right now. You know, because the way these things kind of shake out, you get your initial article that comes out. And then you get all the residual fallout news, right? You get all the people who get scared and decide they want to start jumping ship. You get all the people who want to um, say, oh, yeah, by the way, this thing happened to me, too. Right. So, like, this is never a one a one shot story. 
You know what I mean? I mean, again, even the story that we're looking at today, right? This is the fallout of a story from almost a month ago, right? We had the, we had the big, and, and so we get the, we get the, the bombshell story. Then we get the fallout, right? The fallout is always important. And so what's the fallout going to be? You know, this is one of those things we just got to stay tuned. We got to stay tuned and keep watching. But, um, you know, from everything we've seen, man, from everything we've seen, like, uh, this is not the end of this story. This is not the end of the story. Um, if you were to ask me how this story ends at this point, if I had to guess, I'd say the story ends with some sort of announcement that Stephanie McMahon is taking over as the full time chairwoman um, of WWE, the full time CEO. Um, you know, that's just a guess. But, you know, listen, we we, we, we just got to see how this plays out, because you know, as we know, like the rich and powerful don't typically follow the rules. Uh, they, they're, they're not typically beholden to the same set of, uh, you know, crime and punishment that most of us are. So uh, where is this going? It remains to be seen. But um, interesting days ahead for the WWE universe. That's all we got for this episode. Like I said, the pod is coming back on a regular basis. Just keep an eye on your social media feeds and to make sure you're getting an update each time I drop a new pod. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast at Talking About Pod. You can also subscribe to my personal pod, uh, excuse me, my personal Twitter page at TW Talking About. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube page at Talking About Pod. Um, thank you guys so much. You got so many choices for content where you could be getting all your takes and information and all that good stuff. So thank you guys so much for spending a few minutes of your time with me. If you really want to support the show, best thing you can do is tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's bring more people into the conversation. Until next time, I'm TW. Peace.